for the lords to fold it hoping that you would hold them up close to your soul so you'll be molded to a stronger soldier so we brought the squad to rap with just a couple things to do I say hey good morning it is randy here with uh made free church and servant for christ.com hey I'm, I'm glad you guys are here this morning man i'm real excited uh, we're gonna be uh you know i'm gonna be ending the sermon on the mount you know um, and uh, we're gonna be going into the the the, the, the book of, of, of Matthew, you know what I mean? I think that, you know, where the church is at right now is, 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 is we need, we need unity, you know what I mean? We, and, and we need the true gospel going out and, and being presented in a real fashion, you know what I mean? Not this hyper-Calvinism, hyper-Armenianism, or, you know, this, this, this prosperity gospel, this stuff that's, we just need the pure, unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. And I think the church needs to get back to that. So uh, we're going to be in Matthew 5-4 today. Um, and then uh, tomorrow we're going to start in a whole 30-day series of the book of Matthew. And uh, so, guys, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I know I'm going to enjoy it. Um, I've been really, really working hard getting Matthew situated and stuff like that. So, uh, guys, please pray for me that the God just God just gives me the words that I need. A couple announcements before we get started. Guys, if you guys need prayer in any way, shape, or form, please go to madefreechurch.org. That's madefreechurch.org. And we have a prayer request tab. Just go ahead and leave your prayer request tab on uh, in there. And if you're in the, if you guys live in the United States and want one of our pastors or myself or uh, one of our, uh, our, our our prayer team to give you a call to pray with you, we'd love to do that. Just leave your name uh, in the, the the phone number box and and we'll we'll reach out and pray with you also guys if you'd like to support made free church in any way shape or form please go to madefreechurch.org uh, we have a, a giving tab there's three ways to give you can give through uh, our cash app our paypal link or you can send a check or money order to the address that is provided on the website anyways let's get into this man we're, we're going to end this series on the sermon on the mount because i just because Sermon on the Mount is already in the book of Matthew, and I just want to jump in to the book of Matthew tomorrow. So we're just going to end this. So let's get into prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this time, Lord. We just ask that your word goes out, Heavenly Father, that you do a mighty work in us, God. And uh, get me out of the way and let your word go forth. We love you. We worship you. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And guys, after the Bible study, I'm going to give you guys... Um, you know, a few, uh, 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 some more announcements. We have some announcements that really needs some attention. Okay. So, um, after that, so let's get into it. Okay. So open up your word to, um, uh, uh Matthew five verse four. And uh, it says this, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. You know, as much as, as as the thought of being poor in spirit, uh, diametrically opposed to conventional wisdom in today's culture, our culture says that, that 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 evil is good and good is evil. The world has a false sense of happiness, and and, and through the happiness, uh, 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 through that happiness, could by in in any way be connected with mourning 
and it, it you know and, and it's crazy in the secular secular world now if there's one thing that the world tries to avoid is mourning everything that the world has to offer is happiness that's why you know with the prosperity gospel with everything with with the the love churches that really have no church discipline and stuff like that that's 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 where the church is failing right now guys is is we need church discipline we need to get back to the roots and basic uh, of our faith and 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 biblical church, you know what I mean. So, um, everything that the world has to offer is to design to promote happiness. Yet the Lord said, "True happiness comes only through mourning." And what did He mean by that? Well, people mourn in various ways, despite that. But the Bible speaks of at least three types of mourning: sinful mourning. Uh, uh, that's the first one, right? Uh, as the term would suggest, sinful mourning is the is is that of the result of sin. In Genesis four thirteen, it says, "As the result of murdering his brother, Cain was banished from the garden. His mournful response was, Cain said to the Lord, "My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me." today driven me today away from the ground and from your face i shall be hidden and i shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on earth and whoever finds me will kill me and in in second samuel 13 2 says uh and amon was was tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister tamar for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible to Amon to do anything to her. And then in 1 Kings 21, 4, it says, And Ahab went into the house vexed and sullen because of Naboth and, and the Jezreelite had said to him, For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he and he lay down on his bed, turned away his face, and would eat no food. And then in Matthew uh, 27, 3 uh, through 5, Judas was mourning over his sin. It was so severe that it led to suicide. And it says this in verse 3 through 5. It says, Then Judas, who betrayed him, uh, saw that he was condemned and felt remorse and turned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. But he said, uh, but they said, what is that to us? See that to yourself. And he threw the, the pieces of silver into the sanctuary and departed. And he went away and hung himself. And then, it, and, 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 and then there's a thing called natural mourning, right? And, and, and Jesus being yeah, not Jesus, just as being poor in spirit has nothing to do with financial uh, destitution or material poverty or, uh, you know, mourning as spoken by the Lord. And this sermon has nothing to do with sorrow or sadness that we experience naturally through the loss of a loved one or some tragedy that may have occurred. It is, a, it is quite natural to mourn over events that bring us sorrow. You know, while the Lord does comfort us and extends these situations, in John 16, 20 through, through uh, uh, 22 says, Truly, truly, I say to you, 
that you will cry and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but the but your sorrow will be turned into joy. And whenever a woman is in labor, she, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she gives birth to the child, she no longer remembers the suffering because of the joy that the child has been born into the world. Therefore, you to have sorrow now, but I will see you again uh, and your heart will rejoice and no one will take you uh, no one uh, will take your joy from you. And then we see it in, in, in 1 Corinthians uh, uh, chapter 1, verses uh, 3 and 4. It says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father who and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you in Christ. There are more specific applications in this verse that needs to be made. Um, but but then we go to scriptural mourning, right? You know, we have discovered that uh, the first step in being saved is to acknowledge that we are total poverty uh, stricken spiritually. And that outside of Jesus Christ and his forgiveness, we have no hope of eternal life. Right? So, the second beatitude now turns our attention to the result of seeing our own insufficiency and sinfulness, which is a deep, profound mourning in our hearts, are broken before God. This spiritual mourning is that mourning was that was expressed by Isaiah as he exposed to the holiness and purity of God, which led him to cry out. And Isaiah 6, 5, it says this, Woe to me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips, for mine eyes, mine, mine, mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. You know, I've gone through a lot of things in the last month, you know what I mean? And, 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 and the insufficiency and, and of, of my faith, and just, just, just my sin and how it was brought out public and, and just that, that, that I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing, you know what I mean? And, and it, you know, part of it was truth. You know, I did fall, uh, but I didn't, you know, I didn't do any of, 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 of uh, misappropriating funds and stuff like that. I would never do that. But see, it, it, it's just that whole thing, you know what I mean? God is stripping me of who I think I am and building me up to what he wants me to be. That, that is, is, is our own insufficient sinfulness, right? Because I think I need to be this way, but God's saying, no, I want you this way, right? The, there are three aspects of scriptural mourning as referred into the Lord, uh, into the Lord uh, by our Lord in this verse. Um, initial mourning. In, in 2 Corinthians 7, 10 through 13, it says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you. 
I, oh, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God, which is given you in Christ Jesus. Initial mourning refers to godly sorrow that always precedes genuine conversion. The, 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 the initial mourning is godly sorrow over, over our rebellion against God and hostility towards him. It stems from the realization that it is my sin and our sin which nailed Jesus to the cross. Godly sorrow for sin that is led the publican smote upon his best saying, be merciful to me for I am a sinner. That's Luke 18, 13. It was godly sorrow <clears throat> for sin that led the 3,000 in Acts 2 to cry out to the disciples, men and brethren, what shall we do after they heard the preaching of Peter's in Acts 2, 37? And then there's continual mourning. Scripture, scriptural mourning is by no means uh, confined to the initial experience that leads us to repent of our sins and be saved. The word mourn is in the present and continuous sense in the Greek. Um, it is something that persists even after the initial salvation experience. You know, just as we look, just as we took our sin seriously before we were saved, by the same token, we must also take our sin seriously after that we are saved. Sin is grievous to God, whether it be, it be before or after salvation. It is sin that breaks our fellowship with God. In Isaiah 59, uh, 1 through 2, it says this. It says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, or his ear dull, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities are made a separation between you and God. And in Jeremiah 5, 25, it says, uh, uh, Your sins have hidden your face so that he does not hear and causes to withhold good from things from us. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that the closer we get to God, the more mournful we become over our sin, knowing that it dishonors him. Consider this, you know, Psalms 51 uh, verses three and four. It says, for I know my transgressions and my sin uh, is ever before me. Against you, only you, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you are justified when you speak and pure when you judge. Both Peter in Matthew 26, 75 and Luke 8 and Paul in Romans 7, 15 through uh, 24 mourned over their sin as saved men. Do you get that? They mourned over their sin as saved men. That means we're going to sin. We're going to fall short. We're going to be rebuked. We're going to be hated. We're going to do this. Well, our sin, our sin, we must, they, I mean, you know, look at, look at Paul and Peter. They mourned over their sin.
Much of the problem in today's society, particularly among those who confess to be followers of Christ, it's the absence of seriousness when it comes to when it comes to sin. Although we may not take sin seriously, but God does. As a matter of fact, God takes sin so seriously that he sent his only begotten son to die an agonizing death on Calvary to pay the price for it. And, and, and when they drove nails through the hands and feet of Jesus, it was no laughing matter with God. When the crowd that gathered at the cross stood there mocking and ridiculing Jesus, God wasn't laughing. When Jesus hung on the cross hour after hour, his life slowly ebbing away. His own father had to turn his back upon him as he took upon himself the sin of the world. That's how serious God takes sin. <clears throat> how serious do you take your sin? Does it break your heart when you discover that you sinned against God? Does your sin cause you to mourn? Do you experience that godly sorrow that leads to leads you to repent? There's a thing called painful mourning. Scripture mourning does not stop with that mourning that leads us to salvation, nor does it end as we mourn the sin that keeps us from living an abundant life that God has promised as a child of his. Scriptural mourning extends even to the sins of others. And we should, we should be made to mourn as we see the sinfulness of this world. Just as Jesus wept over the sinfulness of Jerusalem in, in Matthew 23, 37, 38, we too should be made to weep over injustice and the cruelty, immorality, lack of integrity, integrity that exists in our society today. The Lord promises that whosoever experienced scriptural sorrow and mourning, those same individuals will be comforted. The sorrow and heaviness of of the heart that is produced by convicting power of the Holy Spirit is soon replaced with comfort as a lost sinner comes to Christ in repentance and faith, calling upon the name of the Lord for salvation. This comfort comes as we experience the free and full pardon of our sin in Second Second uh, Thessalonians two seventeen through sixteen. The comfort of 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 condemnation, not condemnation, condemnation, which is forgiveness. The comfort is not only received at the time of salvation, but it is something that the child of God continues to experience as a child of God. Fight you know, uh, finds himself guilty of sin, he then begins to mourn over that sin, which in return leads him to confess and forsake his sin, resulting in comfort and knowing that he's been forgiven of sin and cleansed of his unrighteousness. In 1 John 9, uh, verses uh, 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 oh, 9, verses uh, 2, chapter uh, 2, 1, it says this, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, 
we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Then we go to chapter 2, 1. It says, my little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate, the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. David knew that he sinned against God in 2 Samuel 2, 11. To mourn over that sin in Psalm 51 and to be comforted in Psalm 32. You know, there's, there's, there's a day coming when we will all leave this world and be done forever with sin. In 2 Peter uh, chapter 3, 10-13, it says this, But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, in which heavens will pass away, with a roar and the elements will be destroyed with t- intense heat and the earth and its works will, will be found out since all these things are to be destroyed in this way what sort of people ought you to be in a holy conduct and godliness looking for and hastening the coming of the day of god because of which the heavens burning will be destroyed and the elements will melt with intense heat but according to his promise, we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which the righteous dwells. See, when we look at our daily lives as Christians, we must understand that without the saving grace of Jesus Christ and what he did on Calvary for our sins, we are not forgiven. We must come to Jesus and give our hearts and our lives to him and trust that he will work all things out for his good which means our good as well the bible says that when he comes all will bow and all will confess that he is the lord of the lord and king of kings there is truly no way around that fact but you, you know you know I, I i sometimes wonder why god has chosen me i'm a very sinful man I'm not worthy of the grace and mercy that God has shown me. We're all a work in progress, yes. But Christ died for us, and we must show that respect. You know, if, if you haven't received Christ as your Lord and Savior, man, you, you could do that today. All you need to do is get into some serious prayer, prayer, confess your sins, and start walking that out. And 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 let let Jesus know that He is your Lord and Savior. You know what I mean? There's a lot that we can do, you know, and there's a lot that we should be doing. You know, um, I've reached out to, you know, uh, I've reached out to churches. I reached out to a lot of other places, you know, just, 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 just to see what they would do for food and all this other stuff. And, you know, they're willing to give out food, you know, um, but when it comes to, anything else they're not willing to unite you know if, if, if you're not of the Armenian thought they're not willing to unite if you're the, if you're not of the Calvinist thought you're not willing to unite and, and, and both sides are completely wrong in doing that we need to unite the church we need to stand in agreement in prayer support uh, uh, you know, even across the sea. I mean, I, I, I got a, I got a, a message from a pastor in India, you know, and, and, and 
they, you know, they're doing big things over there, but they have no money because everything's shut down. So you see the shirt, right? It says that hashtag 30 day challenge, right? So I want to challenge you on that 30 day challenge. You know what I mean? I want to challenge you to go out and preach the gospel, share the gospel. I've challenged you for the next 30 days to get into some serious prayer. Start praying with others. Start praying with others. Start praying for others. For the next 30 days, get a list of people that that, that need prayer and pray, you know, and, and be about it, right? Be about it. Be really about it. I challenge you for the next 30 days. Anyway, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this. I know I have a couple more uh, announcements before I get started. Guys, I use I use four different translations uh, in all my Bible studies. I use the ESV, the LSB, the NSAB, and the, and the King James Version. And sometimes I use the New King James. So the ESV is the, new, is the English uh, Standard Version. The LSB is the Legacy Standard Bible. And the NSAB is the New American Standard Bible. And y'all know what the King James Version is. All right. And also, guys, um, you know, check out our friends uh, at 120 Army. That's 120army.com. They launched a new uh, app. It's a prayer app. Uh, um, and we love these guys, Aaron and, and, and Jose are good friends of ours. And, and, uh, just get on that app, get on that app, get yourself on that app and show and get into their challenges that they have. And this is a good way to do that. The, 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 the 30 day challenge as well. You know what I mean? This is a great way to do that. The, the challenge as well. And guys, if you'd like to check out me and who I am and, and whatever, you can go to my personal website, which is servantforchrist.com. That's servantforchrist.com. It looks like we're having issues with our, our, our stream. Anyway, guys, I want to thank you for, for being here and watching and being a part of Made Free Church and being a part of the Bible studies that we have here at 6 o'clock Monday through Friday. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this time. Lord, I just ask that the people that are watching this stream are going to watch this stream, that you bless them, that you that you protect them, that you do all things um, and bless them financially, spiritually, physically, and emotionally. Lord, and that they go out with your protection in Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. We love you, we worship you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, you have a great day. God bless you. And uh, we'll see you guys in the morning.